Hey everybody, it's Christian Bernard, your dungeon master for Swords and Swagger. New website went out last week. Still trying to get the character bios out soon, hopefully around the release of this episode. I also plan to be posting all announcements, links, lore, etc. on our new website that went out last week. Definitely check it out. And a note on reviews, if you are enjoying this podcast, please leave us a nice review on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. The more reviews we get, the better our visibility, and the hopefully more people will listen, because we need more of that. Again, thanks so much for listening, and enjoy this episode. Crosstalk, you'll get caught up in the crosstalk. You'll get caught up in the crosstalk. 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 Fang looks really confused. <laughs> Fang, that was all Glenn. None of that was Tadakin. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so we're going to fast forward in time a little bit. Uh, the remaining Ruatim Northmen were collected by the guards of the Bainfjerad. Uh, having been held up in the longhouses. Uh, Nyar Olfsen explains to the three of you who are not raging, where did Safari go after uh, throwing Kasayak out I, the door? I like to imagine he just went down to the beach and was just like... Yeah, what did, what did he do? A rampage I would imagine he still... Hmm, probably went over and... Played some IRL Minecraft and just started punching trees. <laughs> just started like chopping down trees and making yeah, them into just blocks. Punching trees. Just okay. punching trees. Yep. So while he's out punching trees, uh, Nyad Olsen explained to you that they attacked during the night and surprised them, which is why you didn't see any of the guards. And most of the population for Hjarvalthorpe was kept indoors. Yes, I saw that the first time I was here, of course, because I was also here, yes. Yeah, the first question he asks after explaining uh, this entire story to the, I guess, the two of you plus Cole, and he looks very incredulous at Cole, as Cole had been here prior and disrespected them by eating most of their food. Ah, yes. Cole also disrespected me by killing me, but let's not get into that right now. Yeah, so we'll, we'll just enter the scene here. So Njar Ulfsen uh, says, uh, yeah, so after explaining all of this, uh, it seems you're still traveling with this strange wizard. Uh, did you clear up everything at the uh, Night Barrow? I don't know why I'm asking yeah, you. Yeah, I don't know. Who, <laughs> talk to <laughs> these fellows. Who is this man? We found him. You f- wait, he has a name, right? You may call me Tarakin Mosley. Soon to be hero, you shall remember this name, Tarakin Mosley. Thank you. Well, we we did see that uh, you did not participate in the fight with uh, Svari and... Oh, he had it quite handled. I wouldn't want to uh, overstep his glory. Uh, yes, he uh, is bound for glory, it seems. We were as- also a touch too late. That is also true, but as we are all bound for glory, I did not want to uh, overshadow his with my heroics, of course. So you you made friends with the wizard here, then? Not exactly. Friends is the loosest term. I would not use that. I would say uh, forced associates. I 
did save you guys yesterday. You don't remember that, do you? I do, I do, I do. But uh, it's going to go a long way before you really make up what you did. <laughs> Maybe vague recollection. That's fine, but he did uh, attack and kill some of our people. Uh, I wouldn't know anything about that. We have him under control. Attacking and killing someone and him not acting like himself? Wow. (laughs) I need to go get some air. Excuse me. (laughs) Rest assured, we have him under control. As this, as you guys are talking, Safari returns from his tree-punching rampage. Hello, everybody. I am not as angry now. You put uh, quite a dent in the... Their forces here. Put quite a dent. I sure put quite a dent in Kasaik's face, if that is what you're saying. That is what I am saying. And Tadakin, as he walks outside to get some air, goes, Oh! (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, I didn't actually describe the scene. We'll just assume you're back in the longest longhouse. Yeah. Uh, So, uh, Nyar Ulfsen walks over and, like, actually greets you. Like, has his hand out. Svari gives him a big old bear hug. Big old wet kiss. Not exactly what I had intended, but all the same, you saved our people, Svari. Do not think that all men from Rua team are like my... What is what you call a person that you know that is not your friend? An enemy? Don't think he's my enemy. Acquaintance. Compatriots. Yes. Associate. Person that I know that is not my friend guy, Kasayek. Yes, I am. Coworker. <laughs> I don't think many people will be like him, considering he now has a crater for a face. Did I do that bad? I don't know if his nose will grow back correct. Well, Noses grow back? <laughs> he knows that we do not try to usurp the power of other Northmen. He, well, he, he knows... I don't understand that joke. <laughs> I don't get it either. Please well, explain it to me, Tadikin. Where did you find I, this well, man? Well, explaining jokes aren't doesn't make them funnier. Well, in some instances, it does make them funnier. But let's just move on. Fang is watching a really cool beetle on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> so, Nyar uh, Olfsen uh, gestures uh, to Cole once more, and he's like, "Yeah." You did not deal with him, but did you deal with everything in the Night Barrow? The Night Barrow has been cleansed, and you will find no more problems there. Uh, including all the corpses that came to life? Especially the corpses that came to life. Night Barrel? Night Barrow. Barrow. <laughs> oh. I, was thinking, I, thought of some, I was just thinking of some Cooper pushing a barrel down I'm, the I'm street sure. at night. I'm a Night sure Barrel. Then the Moonshea Isles, they have places where you throw yes. dead things. No, they have all-night coopers. If you need a barrel at midnight, this guy will set you up. <laughs> and I'm supposed to be the dumb one. But uh, I have a question. You were gone for three days. Correct. Where did you go? We died. You died. And we came back to life after meeting the Raven Queen. Wow. I don't really have anything to say to that. Pretty heavy. I, it, well, let us not dwell on things. I'm assuming you have somewhere else to be? Yes, this is why we have Cole with us, unfortunately. Yes, he he may or may not be our, our way in for, uh, into a, a, an exclusive order who may help us. However, uh, we will need some way to keep him from, uh... <laughs> 
eating people? Sure, yes. That's that's. I was going to try and come up with something a little softer, softer blow for the people who weren't aware of his situation. Unlike, but you, <laughs> unlike the elves of the Moonshade Isle, we Northmen do not come up with soft reasons for things. You don't beat around the bush. Except your fairy tale of walruses. Nyar. I can see Svara getting a little raged, so just calm down, my friend. <laughs> Svang, don't, do, you know not to provoke him. Do you have the drop walruses here on your island? No, but my half-brother, who has been the Ruatim, he cannot look at walrus the same way anymore. Is it true that the whale bones were once actually walrus bones? Where did you get this guy? <laughs> I did not tell him that. <laughs> so it is true. <laughs> this isn't there. They called the whale bones to just to detract from the the true fearsome nature of the drop walruses. They were once immensely sized. I believe they call it the Viking Illuminati. Oh. <laughs> Before the, I uh, decide to rescind my gift, let's uh let's let us head out to the coast. I didn't know I was going to then you strike a nerve there. I won't. I shan't talk about the drop drop walruses again. At the, uh, he takes you out to the southern edge of Hjarvalthorpe, just beneath a rocky outcropping, uh, where the sound of the waves reverberate off the natural stone. Uh, Nyar Olfsen leads you to what appears to be a private dock. There is one boat here. It's a small longship. He holds his hand out uh, as he is. Uh, speaking and says, This was a gift to my son, Ulf, just after his last birthday. Seeing as he is now in warrior's rest, he no longer needs it. Resting on the quiet waves of the sea, you see this small longship, the color of dark oak, with a high-flying blood-red sail bearing the flaming sword of Tempest. It has 20 sets of oars, also colored dark, Curling up at its bow is the shape of a wolf with crooked teeth. Coming from its mouth is a facsimile of a flame. What's the name of this ship? <laughs> My son called this the Brennerfleinen, the fire spear. Oh, that's magnificent. Sorry, <laughs> this is perfect for you. Sorry's already on the fucking <laughs> yeah, We we turn around and like, Sorry, this is perfect. Sorry? And he's already on the like the bow. It's like, onward! <laughs> you are welcome to name her as you wish. I think this is quite good as is. I'll tell you a secret, though. The uh, four of you plus your weird imp man. Oh, please keep him away from the animals. <laughs> Peaches, heal, heal, Peaches. <laughs> He Peaches, get on the fucking boat! He immediately listens to Svari and hops <laughs> on course. the boat. I thought you told him to listen to all of us. I did, but he's not. Well, he should be listening to you to listen to... Oh, whatever, I don't care. So the Nyar uh, Olfsen, he says, This boat requires a crew of at least 12 very strong men. Well, I would say Svari is equal to at least four, if not five. <laughs> that it still won't get you to the mainland, which I'm assuming Plus, is where if I'm headed. only rowing on one side, then we'll just go in circles forever. Does it have sails? If you let me continue speaking, I can... Well, that's not my style, but okay. The, the secret here is the boat can be manned by the spirits of the greatest warriors in the Bainfirar. I have one more gift for you. And from a satchel, he pulls out a horn made of polished whalebone 
and he hands it to you since Safari got on the boat uh, and says, they will take you to the mainland. It is called Hjolda Vior, Call of the Wind. It will provide to you... Don't think that you get that fucking cool horn. <laughs> you got the boat? Give me the fucking horn. <laughs> okay, Captain. Fang eyes it with great in, in, interest. I was supposed to pass this on to my son, who becomes the next Jarl of Hjavlthorpe, but my line has ended. Well, you know, I'm not... I'm on not... Team, we have a saying for people in your situation. Best get to fucking. Well, I'm uh, in less crude terms. I was going to say something similar. So yes, this get, get to fucking. <laughs> <laughs> this horn, I think, will be better suited for you. And whatever ever, I don't know, quest that you have ahead of you, it will provide you with the wind whose strength equals that of at least twelve strong Bindfirar. Be warned, though. The wind is a fickle mistress, so if you try to abuse the horn's power, you may not get what you expect. Noted. Yar, when I am allowed back onto Ruatim, be certain that you will always have a place at my table. This is an honor, Svari Renlord. Fang so. is still eyeing the horn. He kind of wants to make a grab at it. Fang, I will let you blow it. After we learn what it does. He told you what it does. Yeah, what it does it effectively Dungeon Father. Okay. Dungeon, dungeon <laughs> Father. <laughs> the effect is it will produce wind for you uh, to get you up to a certain distance. So it doesn't summon 12 ghost people to row the boat. Oh, Dang so it, that's what I was cool. hoping. I, I almost did that. Mind. But there's a reason I didn't do that, and you will find out later. I imagine it because we could abuse it for non-boating privileges. That's partially it. But uh, the uh, yes, it can produce enough wind for you to get you the way that you want to go. Gotcha. Um, I will not tell you what it means if you abuse it. Okay. Um, then in that case, I'm not going to let Fang use it. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, so if you blow the horn, it will. Pro- I'll, I'm going to describe it when it happens. Okay. Uh, As first mate, I believe this should be my responsibility. <laughs> Very well. Blow me. (laughs) (laughs) Swari says as he hands the horn over. You could see Cole just hobbles his way onto the boat. Oh, right, Cole. Yes, yeah. Thank goodness you're okay. Cole, it has taken you quite the time to get down here. They, well, I'm a bit beat up. I mean, it's... Perhaps you should work on your ability to dodge unconscious men being thrown at you. Yeah. That is a skill that I will try to hope. Have you tried dodging better? I, I'm just going to sit on this boat and just be quiet until we get moving. Something I've heard from some of the, the common folk is uh, you need to get good, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> where, where would he hear this? Well, once when I was on Care Corn, Cornwell or wherever. On, what was it? Care, Care Cornwell. When I was on Care Cornwell... I heard some uh, street folk say that to a friend while they were playing marbles. I, I've visited. I'm. That's where I came from, Care Cornwell. Well, you don't spend your time amongst the people like me. And I guess not. Fang is a little sad that he didn't get to blow the horn, so he leaps up onto the tallest point of the ship. Okay. Have we determined what Fang's position is on the ship? Cabin boy? Bosun? Fang is also my first mate. 
What? <laughs> it is possible for me to have more than one first mate. That's not what first means. <laughs> but okay. this is a this is a modern ship with modern ideas. I will have to make do, I suppose. But do my crow is not a monogamous relationship. What? <laughs> For I have many, as captain, I have many needs. <laughs> and I need those needs to be met whenever I need them to be needed. Are you telling me there's another first mate and you didn't tell me? I feel so betrayed. I do believe it's been... Uh, I knew him before you. <sighs> I'm gonna need some time. <laughs> I can overcome this, but... I would rather not speak about it for the rest of the uh, For the journey. chosen hero of the Moonshade Isles, you really are quite sensitive. Well, the sensitivity to the plights of others helps me be a hero, but the sensitivity to my own emotions has not particularly helped me. I'm going to pretend I didn't hear you say any of that. <laughs> Let's move on. If, if you need to go in the direction of the mainland, I suggest you row out to the west side of the whale bones before blowing the horn. Advice that we will be gracious to heed. Clearly, since I'm not the most important first mate, I don't need to take care of this horn. I'm just going to push it in Fang's general direction. <laughs> take I'm it. already up. <laughs> so there's what Longship has one big sail. It do typically doesn't have a roost. Oh, I'm up there anyway. Uh, he, doesn't need, he can just cut sort of balance. Yeah, you're just gonna hang out on the top. Yeah. You're Etsy Etsio in it. <laughs> yeah, I'm still man. gonna like hold it out to where yeah. I thought Fang was because yeah. I obviously wasn't looking at him. I was like, oh, well. you can perch on one of the the side things. And I'm just gonna kind of like just take it back then. <laughs> do you want to blow it or not? Yes, I would like to do that very much, please. Svari Renlod. One last thing. Take care of this boat. Take care of it as if it uh, were your only child. I treasure it as a gift. I hope to meet you again, Svari, and your strange metropolitan elf friend, and <laughs> this... I don't actually know his name. His name's Fang. His <laughs> name is Catman. <laughs> and make sure to keep an eye on that one. He points at Cole. We killed him once. We will be able to kill him again if we need to. Sorry, can you tell Peaches to keep an eye on him? Not literally. He will very much take that literally I and really tear his own eye out. Peaches, keep an eye on him. Not literally. <laughs> he he produces another knife and just holds it up to him. Where do you keep getting these knives? <laughs> he just looks up at you, just hesitantly. Throw the knife overboard. He tosses it. Just look at him, I guess. He tries to make the most like serious and like uh foreboding and dangerous face he can make and he tries to make like a grimace but he's missing so many of his teeth that it just comes out looking hilarious oh he's so precious it's really fucking creepy <laughs> well Nyarolfsson if your boats are as sturdy as the legend sail about the whalebone shipmakers then we shall have no problem returning home in one piece she shall take you through. Fare thee well, Svari Renlord. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> and 
and you row out to the west side of I the whale bones. Row it by myself? Essentially. I mean, okay. I sat, like, just to get away from the shore. Yeah. You're just going to be like, ah! <laughs> Cole. And then we'll blow the horn. Cole helps you as he's, uh, despite being fairly damaged. His legs are damaged, not his arms. Yeah, they did clean him up and, like, help him out a little bit before you, like, woke up the next morning. Oh, uh, Cole, you look so good. <laughs> I, I feel worse than I felt yesterday. That why? <laughs> I don't care. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> so you are out on the west side of the whale bones. Who is going to blow the horn? I'm gonna like look at Fang perched up on the the mast or whatever, and just sort of be like, pull this horn out of my satchel. <gasps> <Yeah>! <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't think you did it right. <sighs> He's not supposed to sound like, give me the fucking horn. There you go. <laughs> okay, so you blow the horn. Uh, it produces a deep hum that actually vibrates in the air around the boat. Uh, it lingers long like the vibration of a resonant drum. As it settles, you feel the rising of the wind upon your back and you hear the sails lifting there is a small sound of splashing much like oars striking the water as if the ship is being carried out to sea but you see no oarsmen the water gives way to the increasing pace of your boat and is torn to tatters of foam by the carving point of your bow ah the sea (laughs) so we'll Go ahead about, we'll go maybe about a day. Uh, You're a day or two. You're about two days into your uh, journey towards the mainland. Uh, The wind has kept strong. Now it's sort of thinning out. Uh, The waves here are a bit stronger. Uh, They crest three, sometimes four feet tall, slapping at the bow, rocking the boat skyward until thudding back down. Now, I'm going to, this can maybe be edited out but i can't remember if uh Tadakin went on his first boat ride with uh cole before he died was throwing up over the edge i think he was he might have been from seasickness just decide i'm gonna say after having come back from the dead okay. he no longer gets seasick okay it's like this is wonderful so you're going along these waves uh it's a bit stormy so it's bringing the boat up and down what are you guys doing Fang is up on his favorite spot, kind of batting at one of the hanging ropes. <laughs> is he just a straight-up cat now? <laughs> <laughs> he enjoys the simple things in life. He's not simple. He just enjoys the simple things. Exactly. What about Safari? Safari is kind of propped up against the side of the boat with his arm down into the seawater. Just letting the thing go. Yep. So Cole is down with you sitting uh, while the other two are occupied and he sits down next to you and says, I know we uh, started off on the wrong foot here. Uh, well, wrong feet, which was swept off the edge of a ship and then drowned. Well, so. I, it, it was an accident, if that's the best excuse I can give. I, I've been unnecessarily mean to you. I will say that at in the future, I will probably also be unnecessarily mean to you just because I'm dealing with a lot of emotions. Well, I suppose that's fair. We both did die. Right. 
you turned into some sort of beast or monster or something. Uh, so I was quite, quite, um, let's say perturbed that my quest to become a hero was cut so short. Uh, I suppose it's lucky that we both were employed by the Raven Queen uh, to continue our quest. However, if uh, something like this should happen again, please let me know in advance. But I, I don't know if I can let you know in advance that the hunger just kind of comes over me. I mean, you saw it happen in the Shadowfell. True, true, true. Uh, as a as a as a, a man of the mundane plane. I'm familiar with what normal hunger's like, and I usually can tell a little bit before it happens. Oh, this is magic. We do live in a magic world. Convenient, I say, but, um... Uh... Yes. Fuck you, Cole. (laughs) (laughs) I thought this would be a nice chat, but I suppose not. No. Maybe later. A couple more days into the journey, uh, you spot a ship coming from the east, or sorry, from the west, so coming east toward you. The wind is keeping up. It's going a little slower, uh, so this ship is coming into your wind. Our magic wind. Your magic wind. It is It is a lot less sloshy. Sloshy. Zvari attempts to identify because he's an experienced seaman. Make a perception check. It's oh! a natural 20. Natural 20? Sorry, having raided many ships in his lifetime, immediately spots a merchant sailing ship. He recognizes it by the tarp-covered cabin used to house goods. It is quite a small ship. Uh, it has a blue sail with the sigil of a one-winged bird. Do I recognize the sigil? You do not. It's the Alliance. Oh, God. For the Alliance. (laughs) Are you sure it's a one-winged bird and not a one-winged angel? (laughs) Sorry. You can cut that part out. (laughs) Do you see the ship coming across to us to the horizon? Uh, Yes, of course. Yes, I saw that. Do not be alarmed. It appears to be a merchant ship. You can tell because of the one tarp over the entire thing. Fang is napping in a nice sunny spot in the front of the ship. I'll just talk to myself. (laughs) (laughs) Finally get on a boat and I want people to enjoy this with me. But no, it's just fine. Be strong. Kill many men. (laughs) I mean, yes, obviously. uh, As you can notice, I'm the more attentive first mate. So perhaps you should uh, demote one of us. (laughs) Spotty, I understand you're uh, a bit... I mean, this is your ship. You get to decide what we do. I mean, I hesitate to call you the captain. He's the captain. How dare you? Uh, Perhaps they have food or even better. Alcohol on the ship. Well, it is a merchant ship. Uh, I'd say just keep your wits about you. I, I don't think it's... I think it's worth stopping and we having a chance. No. them. This might be a good place to... Yes, let's open a channel. Get some, <laughs> get some supplies. Now, I know Svari If that you know what I mean. I do, unfortunately. Now, Svari, I know you are typically uh, used to, uh, let's say, aggressively negotiating with uh, 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 merchant vessels, but perhaps you might let me take the, the, the lead on this one. Very As your well. first mate. Toddy, first mate, Toddykin, and first mate, Catman! <sighs> His ears perk up at that. 
Tarkin wants to not pillage the ship. He stretches in the sun, looks over, and... What are we doing now? Now, see, well, I'm I'm paying attention. So, well, Tarkin is talking to the merchants. I need you to be ready to steal from them. Just in case things go south. We are in a long ship after all. You can count on me. When they see it coming towards them, they are certainly going to prepare for a fight. This is quite the dichotomy. I'm not familiar with this. I don't like it at all. I will be ready to raid. I will be ready to sneak. You will be ready to sneak. Cole. Yes. Be ready to set the other ship afire. Cole, please don't. I... (laughs) He is the captain, you said. Direct course to the ship. I'm the first mate. (laughs) Freaking... Gosh darn it. The ship pulls up alongside you and you the wind that is propelling your ship actually gives out. So you cross uh, next to each other and uh, slow down to a stop. Now you said I could take this first. Okay. All right. All right. Here we go. Uh, greetings, fellow seafarers. Uh, four crew members come uh close to the edge of the ship and you can see that their heads just come above the lip of the deck they all are various shades of green with pointed ears and you immediately recognize them as goblins oh hello hello my my goblin kin how how fair thee what is it that you are seeking uh perhaps you have some goods to trade we oh, yeah, have I know what voice you're gonna use you're gonna use the the brooklyn goblin <laughs> What are you buying? <laughs> you could do that instead. Anyway. Hey, I'm goblin in here. Hey, we're sailing here. <laughs> what are you buying? Galilex, what? No, I'm going to continue using my voice. Uh, it, we do sell things, yes. Do you sell uh, edible things for the larger kin? It, that could mean many things. Uh, perhaps for half elves, tabakshi, and Norsemen. Oh, you're talking about flesh? Uh, perhaps the flesh of animals, not of sentient or uh, sapient folk. Uh, You you hold your mouth. Have you never tried unicorn? Are unicorns sapient? Ah, that's what I heard. Goodness me. (laughs) I have to think of of my diet. The door to the cabin opens and out walks a wizened old man dressed in a feather-collared robe. Is he wizened or wizened? Wizened. Wizened, wizened. I would say, well, His twisting staff taps on the deck with each step. Judging by his horns, one of which has been cleft in half, he appears to be a tiefling. Greetings, my horned friend. Do not be afraid of the tiefling, Tadakin. I'm not afraid of the, as you say, horny men. This is our captain, Magoon. Greetings, Magoon. I am Todakin Mosley. Oh, keep your fancy speak to yourself. My name is Fancy Speak? Fancy Speak, yes. You're an elf, of course. I'm not an elf. I'm a half-elf. Oh, and he, like, squints at you. Uh, You look elf enough. I don't know whether or not to be offended, so let us move on. Do you have any food to trade? Do I look like a cook? Is there a second in command I can talk to who is a little more amenable to trade? There are four goblins here and me, and I'm the captain. Great. Let me continue speaking with the goblins. Well, no. (laughs) All right. Well, then you can speak to my captain. I'm frustrated, and I don't know what to do. 
I am sorry. We want to trade with you. You sound much larger than you look. And he's like squinting in your direction. I am a pretty large person. Tell me, what is your name? You sound like the captain. I am Svari Ranlod, captain of this ship. Oh, from Ruatim. Uh, I know this name. Indeed, you have heard of my exploits. I've been to Ruatim before. Mm. Normally, as I'm sure you'll be aware, the Ruatimers would not be having this conversation, but my friend Tadakin insisted that we trade civilly with you today. That's a good thing, I guess. I mean, I might have killed the four of you. I mean, it was not supposed to be a threat, but I understand how it sounded like it was. Well, I, Captain Magoon, will trade with you. What is it you are carrying, Captain Magoo? Magoon, it's... It is what I said, Magoo. No, I, I, fine. That's that's what these, they call me anyway. I had a name once, but a long time ago, in a different time darker set of days. Um, Magoon is what these goblins call me. They goblin word for hero. Hero? Hold on, my ears have perked up. I, the elf is speaking again. Can you make him stop? I don't... Let me handle this. I'm half elf. I don't appreciate my heritage being questioned. Why do they call you hero? I I saved them, you know, goblins, usually cast out of society, seen as violent, repulsive. Much like the horny men. Yeah. Funny thing. Beyond common manners, I rescued these outcasts from various goblin tribes and put them to honest work. They seem reproachful to you. Reproachful means full of reproach. You know that I actually do speak a bit of goblin. I had to learn it in order to trade with some of the goblin tribes on the road team. I, I'm sure it's fine, but we can just use the common tongue. I think you should talk to the goblins and goblinish. Goblish. What is it that you are carrying, Mr. Hero? Megoon, please. I haven't been a hero in a very long time. Um, well, we have a bit of food and maybe uh, some potions. Didn't you just tell Tarakin that you had no food? I don't like speaking to elves. They're very rude. I was as polite as can be. I'm to be half fair, elf. he was only half rude to you. I'll take it. Fang is from his hiding place and eyeing the staff that was making the sound. He can't see him. He's sneaky. But that's what he's doing. Update. <laughs> I Update. I stop. I, I am sneaky. <laughs> as he tells the dungeon master, who knows what everybody can say. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no. I, I will trade with you. You sound... Much more, uh, less rude. Much more less rude? Yes. Hmm, indeed. Tell me, Magoon, do you have any booze? I have plenty. I'll take it. Oh, yeah, just, he goes over into the cabin, comes back, and just with a barrel of it, he's like, I'm supposed to bring this to the Moonshay Isles, but you know these elves, they don't, they can't hold their liquor very well. Oh, that is very <sighs> true. <sighs> wow. <laughs> I haven't had to hold my tongue like this for a while. <laughs> they were. I'll just tell them it fell off the boat, you know. So uh, that's what happened. What oh. can I give you in return? Um, tell me, somebody. Uh, sea trading is a hard life. I, you know, nothing. Nothing in return. I've had a long life. Yes, you said that you were a hero, but not anymore. 
Not anymore. I feel like you're being deliberately obtuse. Captain, may I speak with you a moment as a first mate? Would you give me a moment? <laughs> yes, go talk to your rude first mate. Ah, mm-hmm. I'll look over that. Continue, Tarkin, mostly. Anyways. Do uh, tell me, what was the name of the war that was fought that the Raven Queen was talking to us about? You must remember that I am a doer, not a thinker. Uh, I also remember that uh, I have been quite flustered in this entire conversation, so I can't really concentrate on much. I will, however, say that I am a bit suspicious that he didn't want you talking to our goblin folk here in their native tongue. Uh, I suspect there may be something going on. Uh, Now, that's not to say something is going on, but as someone who has said they speak uh, goblish, I believe... um, Perhaps you should you should ask them if if they're being treated well and if this quote unquote hero title bestowed upon their captain is actually what it means. Very well. Well, yes, Magoon, I do think I will take that barrel from you. Uh, Would you mind if I spoke with your crew for just a moment? Fine. Uh, I just didn't want the air filled with um, elvish or, you know, mm. anything related. I've, how, had, I've had a bad deal with elves. How delightfully racist. I'm a bit biased, yes. Fang comes out of his hiding spot and, and lithely plops down Look, in cat front. man, it is another horny man. Is that a woman? No, that is a cat man. I'm squinting, this time closing one of his eyes. He's like, I see a lot of hair, that... Yes, it is a cat, man. He's Tabakshi. My oh. name is Feng. I was wondering, do you have anything shiny? Oh, I have a couple of things. I think this one was for the uh, Lord of uh, Care Cornwell. You can have this. He just hands you a diamond. Oh, Feng is really happy <laughs> about that. I, uh, Captain, I'm... F- aside, aside to Captain, I'm very suspicious. Why is he giving away diamonds? They are quite valuable. While he is doing that, I talk to the goblin crew and goblin. Okay. And in my best goblin voice, I yep. say, Good goblins! What is it that he is doing here with you? Uh, he, the... Captain turns his head and looks at you. He's like, why are you asking them questions? You talk to my crew, so I shall talk to yours. That's fine. I, they just—they don't talk very much. You're welcome to talk to them. They just don't have very interesting things to say. But then I'm sure you have nothing to be worried about. No. And he just sits down. Dear what you, goblins. What, do you, what was the question? It's like... How long have you been serving with this sheep lord? We've been serving with them for at least... It's like counting on his fingers. Three years. Where do you hail? From a tribe of goblins. Um, My name is Gort. This one... That one is Droop. The third over there is a bit of a weirdo. That's Mike. And... uh, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the fourth, uh, that's Scab. And how do you deal with your goblin proclivity to eat human flesh? Oh, the captain, he uh, stops occasionally, and I don't know where he gets it from, but he just... That's a real thing? I thought it was a wives' tale. Oh, it's very true. <laughs> they tell that story to keep kids away from goblins. Tell me, why do you call this man Magoon? 
He's, he saved us. From what? From, well, he saved me specifically, Gort. Um, my father, he tried to eat me. So you trust this man? And with my life. It's good enough for me. Why is he giving away so many things to us? He leans over. He's like, between you and me. Hmm. I also think he might be a bit racist. I, you caught that, did you? Not, he does not hide it very well. No, he doesn't like elves. In fact, I would keep him away from your friend. Uh, Gort, do try and keep your magoon safe. I'll, I'll do my best. We make sure that the majority of the cargo gets to where it needs to go. May Umberly not grab you into her bitchy claws. <laughs> I don't know who that is, but I will take your you word. Will. Travel these northern seas and you do not know who Umberly is. You have made no sacrifice to the drowned queen. The captain uh, Magoon points his head at you and says, Oh, no, they, they're not very educated. I'm sorry. Mm. So surely you take care of that. No. Mm. I, I have a bit of magic here and there. I'm, but we can keep ourselves safe. Very well. Fang, did you take the diamond? He's just playing with it on the ground, batting it back and <laughs> forth. Tarakin's looking at him. He's like, uh, uh, Captain, what did, what did they say? Ben Magoon, I bid you safe travels. I hope someday we meet again. You said your name oh, no. was Svari Renlord? This is true. I do have a question for you. What is it? Fang. Do you remember the name of the war that the Raven Queen told us about? I must admit, I was a bit distracted. Mm. It was quite a long time ago. It was, it was only a few days ago, but it feels like months. <laughs> <laughs> this is important, out of character. I yeah. don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember what it is. <laughs> the War of the Scrolls. The the of the scrolls. Oh, the Tell scrolls. me, Magoon. <laughs> you said that you used to be quite the hero. And I do remember from a horny man that I knew previously that you tend to leave for quite a long time. I'm getting up there in the years, yes. Do you, do you remember the War of the Scrolls? At this, he says nothing. And he goes and walks toward the cabin and says, That is a tale for another day, Svari Renlord. Then perhaps I hope I shall hear it. Maybe if we meet again. Give me the fucking horn. <laughs> I ta- I give him the horn and I go like dip a give small. Give him the horn. <laughs> I will give him the horn. Give him the horn. Give, give him the horn. I'm going to give him the horn. <laughs> uh, and then I take a small mug out of my pouch and just dip it into the barrel of alcohol and take some dainty sips because I'm very flustered right now. <laughs> I'm give, so tipsy. Give him the horn. Oh, my goodness. My faculties. <laughs> they are inebriated. So you give him the horn. I give him the horn. And the he blows with great vigor, summoning the wind and bringing you past the ship with Magoon and the goblins who continue east.